0: teams around the NBA are starting to pack it in is Portland ready to trade CJ McCollum what about the Indiana Pacers when it comes to Karis Levert or maybe Demonis Sabonis and we got a Zion update in some G League action let's talk about it all in the Wednesday edition of Locked on Pelicans let's go you are locked on Pelicans your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Wednesday, and thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team, and we're starting to get into that fun Part of the year where we get to talk even more trades, and I brought up a lot of trade targets recently, and we've got some more today. We're going to spend a segment talking about a guy like C.J. McCollum. What about the Indiana Pacers who who are reportedly ready to move on from some of their guys and retool, rebuild? Not really quite sure what they're doing and then we also have updates on Zion and some of the guys from the team uh, Jackson Hayes and Trey Murphy the Third going down to the G League to get some action they both did incredibly well so stay tuned to hear about their performances in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want or need and can even help you negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. All right let's get into the big news right we heard the Portland Trailblazers. Firing Neil Olshay a couple of days ago after an investigation Basically due to like the guy was a dick and kind of like a mean boss And he also hasn't done a good job running that team for about three years now And so they finally decided to move on with him It seemed like maybe they wanted to wait till the end of that investigation To be able to fire him for cause and save themselves about 10 That dude was getting paid like 10 million dollars a year What What the frick, right? So you look at this Portland team and talking to Mike uh Richmond, who hosts Locked on Blazers this offseason, like he's very connected. He fully expected that the team was ready to move on from CJ McCollum. Something they did not end up doing and they more or less stood pat with their roster. They opted to fire Stotts Terry Stotts and bring in a new head coach and Chauncey Billups that hasn't gone as well as they would have liked. But he really kind of blamed the lack of the like lack of success on the roster, on the coaching and not the roster because it's the roster that he built. So why why would he say those negative things, right? And then as the season started and has gotten underway, it's it's more of the same old same old for the Portland Trailblazers. They're good when Dame is good. They're bad when Dame isn't. And it's really as simple as that. And now he's out injured for a little bit. And, So is CJ McCollum and we'll touch on that in a second. They need to basically do something, anything. They should have done it already and now it's probably a little too late. Now at this point you're looking at like CJ McCollum and some picks for a Ben Simmons type of trade. It's not the most exciting thing, depending on what you're you're hoping to accomplish there. If you want to stay in contention, maybe that's what you can do. But I don't even know if that's really what a team like the Philadelphia 76ers want to go forth. But it definitely means that a guy like CJ McCollum is on the trade table now. He was not before because Neil Olshe drafted him and then paid him a whole lot of money. C.J. McCollum's contract is quite large, essentially a max. He's getting paid $30 million this year, 33 and a third next year, and almost $36 million the season after that. That's a lot of money for a guy that is an above, like a solid starter. That's what he is. He's not an all-star. He's not an amazing, amazing player. He's a solid starter. But that's a lot, a lot of money to be paying just to a solid starter. But he seemed like he wanted to hold on to him to kind of Stick it to people who were calling him bad at his job, saying he should be fired, right? No, he's it'll work out, and I'm going to hold him here as long as possible. It's kind of, you know, one of those things, right? You've got to know when to kind of cut, bait, and run. And at this point, it's a sunk cost fallacy if they think it's going to work out, all of those sorts of things. It's not what you want to do. So now that Olshay is gone, it feels like C.J. McCollum is definitely on the table. And in fact, the Pelicans had interest in him in the past. It was reported that they offered Drew Holiday straight up for C.J. McCollum in three first-round picks. That would have been a lot for Drew Holiday, but in hindsight, that probably would have been a really good move for Portland. So it shows you that a guy like David Griffin maybe does like a player like CJ McCollum. And you know what? There's a lot to like about him. Again, he's not an elite player. He's not a good defender whatsoever, but this is a guy that can shoot and can score. For this season, he's averaging 20.6 points per game. That's down from the past couple of years. Last year, it was 23.1 points per game on 18.8 shots. It's not amazing efficiency, but it's pretty good. This is a guy for his career who shot 40% from three on large volume. He's 39.3% from deep this year on over eight attempts per game. On almost nine attempts per game last season, he shot 40.2%. Those are really, really good numbers. And he also gives you about, you know, four and a half assists per game. So he moves the rock. It's a guy that's a solid shooter. I think he could work really well here. You look at this Pelicans team, they just need some more reliable guard depth, right? So CJ McCollum kind of fits that build. His age is a minor concern. He's over 30. You got him for the next two seasons paying him a whole lot of money, more or less going to be untradeable at that point. But if you're New Orleans and you feel the pressure for like a panic trade or that you've got to do something, I think CJ McCollum could be a good answer for it. Again, he's more of a shooter, right? You're bringing him in to be your third or even Fourth guy, depending on how you're looking at this roster. Once Zion's healthy, right? If you have him on your roster, he's behind Brandon Ingram, he's behind Zion Williamson, and he should probably be behind a guy like Valanciunas in kind of the like who gets shots order. What we talked about in shows this week of they need to be doing something different offensively, right? So CJ McCollum, I think, is a guy that makes a lot of sense, and now he's going to be gettable, and I don't think it's going to be a guy that costs too too much. Would one of the first round future firsts they have work? Yeah, you got to match some salary somehow to try and do this. That could be a little bit difficult, but we don't need to worry about that right now. You know, you include some players just to kind of make the money work and try and bring CJ McCollum on board. And I think it's a move that's very realistic for New Orleans at this point. Presumably, assuming they can't trade C.J. McCollum for Ben Simmons, because if they can do that, they absolutely should do that, and that deal should just get done already. The only concern I have about him is his usage rate is fairly high. This is a guy that would easily be second highest on this Pelicans team, kind of pushing Zion's usage rate. He gets close to 30%, 25 to 30% range of possessions. That's a little bit misleading, right? because a lot of those are just him catching the ball, launching a three, making the three, And that's it, right? Like, that counts as using a possession. It's not like he has the ball in his hands and he's trying to create and do all of these things. So Zion doesn't have the ball in his hand or BI doesn't have the ball in his hand. His usage rate looks high, but I do think it's actually, like, kind of functionally lower than that number. And for that reason, I think this is a guy that could do you a whole lot of good. You need some more shooting from the guard play. You need some more threes because the Pelicans are ranking in the bottom third of the league, bottom five of the league when it comes to all of that. So, C, so is C.J. McCollum a realistic trade target and would you prefer C.J. McCollum or, say, De'Aaron Fox or a guy that we're going to talk about next coming up like Karis LeVert with the Indiana Pacers and everything that's going on with that team? So that's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by COM.com. You know what it takes to make LeBron James King James? Sleep. That's right. Sleep is his superpower. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you activate the power of sleep. When it comes to athletes, we tend to focus on physical fitness, but there's another side of the game that's just as important. Mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind and become the championship version of yourself. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body, but you don't have to be a world champion to learn how to train it. Calm can help you train your brain to sleep better, reduce your stress and perform at your best, just like LeBron James. For LeBron, sleep is a critical part of his mental fitness routine, and he says, quote, getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the most valuable things I can do for my body and mind. From the sound of rain falling on leaves to bedtime sleep stories, Calm puts me to sleep within minutes, which means I wake up ready for any challenge, unquote. So if you head to calm.com slash locked on C-A-L-M dot C-O-M for a limited time, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium subscription. With Calm, you have access to the nature scenes LeBron James Loves like the rain on leaves, and so much more like sleep stories, meditations, so you're ready for any challenges that life throws your way. Again, for a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron using Calm and get a 40 percent discount on a Calm premium subscription at calm.com/slash locked on NBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com/slash locked on NBA. That's calm.com/slash locked on NBA. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar just flat out ever. So this holiday season grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar really. Built bar filled with so much holiday goodness rich decadent flavor covered in chocolate but amazingly low in calories, sugar and net carbs and fat and high in protein. So you get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy and they have so many flavors which one are you going to choose? Raspberry mint brownie. Pick mint brownie right there. Cherry double chocolate. I love the double chocolate. Cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie it's cookies and cream for me. So built bar is there for you to give you that extra fuel you need during the holiday season they're all good they got some new special flavors that have been great the the ruby chocolate was absolutely awesome that i had the other day so if you want to give these a try go to built.com use promo code lock 15 and you're going to get 15 percent off your next order. again that is promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off over at built.com All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. No paywall, just talking Pelicans, whether it's trade targets, whether it's stories about the team breaking down the defense. If you want to know what's going on defensively with them, listen to yesterday's show. Stat Packages... Film review of all of that, everything, players, we've got it all covering, doing a deep dive on the defense as they gear up to take on the Denver Nuggets, that's who it is, tonight. We're not even going to have time to touch on that game because so much happened in the NBA yesterday that is relevant to the Pelicans. So again, make Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. All right, so we just went over CJ McCollum. You know, if I were to be like, they've got to make a trade, pick one of the realistic trade targets, it's probably him. But the Indiana Pacers are intriguing. And word came out from Shams and The Athletic that they're interested in maybe kind of tweaking things this year. Maybe being bad this year, thinking long term for next year. So they're open to trading Karis Levert and maybe one of, not necessarily both, Demata Sabonis or a guy like Miles Turner. They should. The front court pairing of Miles Turner and Demonis Sabonis is definitely not worked out in the way that they would have hoped. So, moving on from one of them and getting good value for them, I think really could be a smart move for the Indiana Pacers. Does it make sense, either of those guys, for New Orleans? With Valanciunas, like, probably not, right? You know, I'm, I'm not a huge, huge fan of Miles Turner. I don't think he's nearly as bad as some people would have you believe. I think kind of some of the discussion around him. It almost makes him feel like a scrub, which he is not. He's a very impactful player. I think last year he was, for the first half of the year, the front runner for a defensive player of the year before injuries kind of derailed him a little bit. But when you're already paying $15 million towards a starting center in Valanchunas, would a guy like him really make that much sense or even Sabonis you know, in that sense? And I think the answer to that is no. So I think kind of the idea of both those guys has passed a little bit. Miles Turner, by the way, 40% from three this season on four and a half attempts per game. That's pretty good numbers um, and does have some interior rim blocking uh, rim protection ability too, though I think some of his blocks are a little bit of empty stats. But someone's going to get one of those guys and it's going to make a big difference. We talked about it on the Locked On NBA Wednesday podcast that I co-host. But the the target, I think, that kind of comes to mind when looking at that team is what about a guy like Karis Levert, right? Like at one point, this was kind of the hipster MVP choice a couple of years ago with Brooklyn, but... I'm I'm not that interested in him. I, you know, looking at him as a player and someone that I've been very intrigued by in the past. He's still relatively young at 27 years old. He's definitely a gettable kind of player. First round pick would certainly do it. I think. You know, uh, it's it's a guy that kind of on paper. Like, yeah, it makes sense. He's 18, $19 million next year, so he's not too expensive, 17-something this year. It's it's a realistic trade target, and this is a guy that this season is averaging 15 points per game, you know, on 14.3 shots. It's not great efficiency, but no one they're going to be able to get is going to kind of bring that to this team. The problem for me with him really is he's not a good three-point shooter. So, like, yeah, he can get to the basket and score, but that's really not what this Pelicans team totally needs right now, especially once Zion Williamson is back. You know, the paint's going to get clogged, and if you put him out there, it's a non-shooter. That, I think, can really be a big problem for the Pelicans. This season, he's shooting 26%. Last season, he shot uh, 30, 30, let's round up, 33%, right? Career, he's a 33% shooter as well. Those numbers aren't good enough to make me, like, fall in love with Karis LaVert. Unless they give up, like, two second round picks for him, in which case, like, go for it. But I think it would take more than that. And so because of that, I, I just can't get that excited about him. Yeah, he's got decent size at 6'6 six, six for you know a shooting guard, a guy that can play on the wing. He can handle the ball a little bit too. But for a guy that's kind of like an inefficient, like score first wing player, like eh, like what is he adding to this team really? And so I think that's kind of the problem. His defense is is above average. So he would help in that aspect, but like everything is so wrong with the defense. Listen to yesterday's show. I don't think it actually really matters all that much when it comes to looking at his defense because they need like a significant difference maker and he's definitely not going to be that type of player. So with that in mind, eh, I'm not worried about him. You know, it's not someone I'm really looking at. The other thing, which is impossible to ignore, his injury history is terrible. This is a guy that hasn't played, you know, a significant number of games, right? He hasn't played 70 games since 2017, 2018. 18-19-40, 19-20-45, 20-21-47, 18-19-40, 19-20-45, 40, uh, 47 35 games last year. You know, like there's just been a lot of things wrong for him and that worries me like I, this pelicans team can't have guys sitting out right now like that's definitely a big big problem uh so i am not really interested in karis lavert i'd be interested in trading almost nothing for one of their other guards that you feel you could get jeremy lamb being one someone recommended and i don't remember who you were but good call on this one too justin holiday could be a decent get for a second round pick basically to just maybe absorb into the trade exception if they just want to try and dump some money and 6 million this year 6.2 next season that's a, that's a an easily absorbable contract for the Pelicans. It's out hurt right now, uh, but he's averaging 10 points per game on 9 shots. If you just need some like veteran presence on the bench, a guy that shoots the 3-ball particularly well, 40% this year, 41.3% last year. The year before that, 43%. It's a good 3-point shooter on pretty decent volume per game. Um, sorry, those were not his 3-point numbers. Those are field goal numbers. 36% from deep this year, 38% last year, and 41 the year before so still pretty good on decent volume over five attempts per game 6.7 this year 6.3 last year 4.5 the year before some pretty good numbers he'd be very gettable and very very cheap and so that's definitely someone that I would look at to try and bring in his defense is above average too at least he fights on that side of the ball so shooting and some defense like yeah sign me up for those guys but everyone else on the Indiana Pacers I just don't think makes unfortunately a ton of sense but maybe they'll get some internal growth because that's what this team has kind of needed all season long and the Pelicans had some guys in the G League and they balled out let's talk about Trey Murphy Jackson Hayes and give you a Zion Williamson update coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans before we do that though today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.ag BetOnline has you covered all season more props odds and lines than ever before as football season continues to march towards the playoffs we got college bowl season coming up too and the NBA games pretty much season. Single night. So Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive free money when you sign up and make your first deposit for that 50% welcome bonus. Whether it's basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, write your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms five days a week, Monday through Friday, no paywall or anything like that. Other people aren't coming to you at all. Not once a week? Not once a month? We're talking every single day Pelicans because there's still really interesting things going on around this team and around the league and relating them all back to the team at the end of the day. And for your second listen, go check out Locked on Saints. Host Ross Jackson does a great job of breaking down every single thing, black and gold. Make sure they are your second listen every single day. So let's jump into the Zion stuff, right? We got an update after practice. Willie Green says they have not started to ramp him back up yet, and he's still working through some things. Pausing for dramatic effect here. Like, if you're watching me on YouTube, I'm just kind of shrugging. Like, I I don't know what to tell you. You know, they're clearly not being fully forthcoming with these injuries. And look, they shouldn't be, right? Like, this is a multi-billion dollar thing. This is private information to a certain degree. Yes, you're paying money for tickets. Yes, you've invested emotionally too, financially and merchandise and all that. But they do not owe explanations on that. You know, no team is forthcoming with any of this either right same for the saints when it comes to injuries it's just kind of how it goes you know you're never going to get the complete picture on all of this as much as i would really like it and i'm talking to people behind the scenes trying to put it all together and it's not the easiest thing either you know scott kushner did a great article for the advocate on it of just like until he's back like then then he's back and until then like stop stressing whether it's it's this week or or next week or like It'll happen when it happens or, or it won't. Like I wish I had more for you on there or like a better way to kind of approach this, but there really isn't. Like this is how they've treated it. This is how they're going to continue to treat it. If it turns you off, you're like, I get it. Bothers me too. Just don't listen to it because you're not going to like how they're going to go about it. So it doesn't sound like it's going to the even the schedule they really wanted to lay out last week where it was like, okay, a couple of days and then he'll kind of get back into it. We're going to dial him back for four or five days. No, not the case. So still an ongoing thing with Zion sucks. Yeah. What didn't suck, though, was the performance from Jackson Hayes the other night for the Birmingham squadron as they took on the Mexico City Capitans. Jackson Hayes, Trey Murphy going down to the G League. I said on Twitter, don't read too much into this. This is them basically just going down. I'm recording this Tuesday night. They probably have been called back up by the time you're listening to this podcast or they'll stay there for like an extra day. You know, they're going to go up and down the Birmingham squadron, have a couple of games in Birmingham, They're on a five-game homestand there. This is a way to just get them some game time when they haven't been getting a ton of it. Jackson Hayes played 36 minutes in the win the other night. 30 points, 10 rebounds. Pretty cool. He made a three. He shot seven threes in that game. Made one. Had a bunch of posterized dunks. It was great. Trey Murphy, 38 minutes, 7 of 14 from the field. Made two threes, 18 points on the night, seven rebounds. He was great. No fouls. Look. They did well. They should do well. That just means they should be somewhat in the NBA even if they're stuck on the bench. Don't read too much into this. I've had people sending this to me being like, look at this, right? Don't don't spend that much time on it. I'm telling you guys the stats so that you know what they are. This is like Summer League. We saw Trey Murphy show out in that and has struggled in the NBA at times, right? They're playing against really, really subpar competition. Don't read too much into this until they start doing it at the NBA level. But at least they had those performances. could be worse, right? Like if they didn't do that, that would be a very big worry and a very bad thing. We're not dealing with that. So I think that's at least encouraging. But don't read too much into it. Like, please, please, please. All right. It's a game day for the Pelicans. They're taking on the Denver Nuggets tonight. Enjoy the game. I will be there. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. Now for your second listen, go check out Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. They're on a heater right now. I've been making money off of them over at betonline.ag, you should be too. So get that expert analysis and insight from host your boy Q and Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nolajake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow to recap the game.